Welcome to the Success IQ Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 114. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. I truly hope you are having an amazing week. So this is Q&A Friday. This is an opportunity where I get to answer your questions that you've sent me in order to help you develop that success IQ and create and live that exceptional life. So let's get started. For those of you who are watching this um, on the, or listening to this on the podcast, rather, if you want to get involved in the conversation, please jump over and sign up to Success IQ Alliance, where obviously you can join in the live conversations when we do air these live. Um, some of them are um, pre-recorded. But let's get started. So our first question um, of the episode is from John. And John is saying, I often hear your guests tell us how much time they spend on self-development, but I can never seem to find that time any suggestions. So there's a couple of things. Um, one of the things is, is you have to understand that many of these guests have been in business and have focused and spent an awful lot of time working on efficiency in how they manage their time, but also looking at strategies on how they can move things around to give them more time, not only for personal development, but to give themselves um, more personal time or more things to focus on what they need. So you have to understand that thing first. You also understand, have to understand is you don't describe in your question, John, whereabouts your business is. Is it a new starter? Is it being a well-established business? Um, or what type of business it is. So what you also have to understand is, is that many of these guests have been doing this a long time. They are very successful and they also have the resources to be able to delegate and move things around to free up time for that. So you have to understand that. And, you know, that's not to say, why aren't you at that level right now? What it is, is, is make sure you're not putting pressure on yourself in order to do all of these things when you have to look at the big picture and see exactly where they are. Having said that, that's not to say that you cannot find time to do what is needed, and we'll, we're going to go through that now. So the first one is, is to make sure how you are being productive within your organization. What are you doing on a day-to-day -day basis in order to make sure that you are managing your time efficiently and effectively in order for you to get tasks done. The life of a business owner, there is always gonna be things to do. You know, if you are a micro business or, or, you know, there's gonna be more things because if you've just started out, there's gonna be more departments that you are, you're every department. If you are, you know, more established and in a higher level of leadership and you've got other people and teams to do it, then there's still tasks that you need to do, i.e. running more strategic and all of those sort of things. So you need to make sure that you're blocking out your time and using it wisely. Parkinson's law is work expands so it is to fill time available for completion. So what that basically means is, is that you, if you do not have a, a structured time, whether it's something like Pomodoro or you've got a calendar where you block time specifically for certain tasks, what you find is, is that task will consume whatever time, um, whatever time is available. And that um, can be frustrating, but also if you're aware of that, 
what you may need to do is control your time periods in order to achieve the task that you're doing in a short amount of time. Quite often I'll speak to people and I've certainly experienced this when all of a sudden a deadline changes or something happens, all of a sudden as you find that you're able to complete these tasks a lot quicker than you initially thought. Um, and But normally it would have taken you the same amount of time. That's basically the Parkinson's law. So what you can do is, is um, have a play around and have a look at how you are scheduling time out with your tasks. So that's one thing. The other thing is, is, you know, really analyze the time that you have. So, for example, is, is there is, and I must state, there is a massive importance that no matter how much you want to hustle, if we're going to use that word, or how much you are wanting to do stuff, there is an important period of time about recharging your batteries, um, sort of laying off the accelerator pedal for just a little bit, and to be able to do the other things in your life that are really important. So if you've got family or you're in a relationship, you need that downtime in order to be productive and be as efficient as you can. But there's other things. So there was a great video, and I'll try and find it and stick it on the Facebook page, um, of Gary Vaynerchuk was talking to this young kid, really ambitious, was talking about all the things that he wants to do, but he said that he could never find the time. And Gary asked one simple question, and it was, well, how much time do you have for Netflix? And he, and all of a sudden it was like, yeah, 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 I, I watch loads of Netflix. I'm doing that all the time. So regardless of the importance of winding down, it's seeing how much time are you um, using sometimes what I would call dead space. So, for example, um, although not so much now, actually, after we had a similar conversation with my wife on this, um, she, my wife used to watch like the... In the UK, we have things like Neighbours, Home and Away, um, Emmerdale, I'm going to say Emmerdale Farm, that shows how old I am, Emmerdale, Coronation Street, EastEnders, all of these things. And that's a huge amount of time. And, you know, sometimes or there'll be a TV program that you just watch and watch, watch because you've always watched it. And what I did is, is I kind of like looked at what I was doing and went, what is important to me? Remembering and being very conscious and aware that I want to spend time with my family um, on an evening and do that sort of thing. But how much time am I wasting by watching, to point a better word, crap? How much am I doing to do that? So what I do is I removed all watching the news, um, all the types of things that sometimes poison my mind rather than actually nurturing it because, you know, news is mostly about all the bad things that are going on that are out of my control Therefore, I don't need to know about it. And if it's really serious, someone else will tell me that that is a decision I made. I don't sit down and I don't read the newspapers or anything like that. I choose that the content that I'm consuming is beneficial for me, not um, not creating um, a negative, um, negative states of mind or fear or anything like that. So the, the the there's that bit as well, John, looking at what is going on, what are you consuming? Are you sitting um, on the breakfast table in the mornings? Obviously, a sophisticated gentleman like yourself, croissant, fresh orange, you know, those sort of things. Let's not think about a bowl of cornflakes. Um, are you doing that? And are you sitting there going through the sports page? Or are you sitting there going through the newspaper that actually is not benefiting you at all? 
um, quite often what it may do is it may frustrate you or get you concerned, or you're just listening to about celebrities doing God knows what that has no benefit to your life at all. It's using those time of time slots to benefit you in, in working on your personal development. You've got commuting. You've got, um, let's say you went, when we, we've talked about in passing and we've talked about on shows about bookending your day, you know, periods of time where you can just about to shut off for the day is there's things that you can read to help do that. So those sort of things. And then we go down to the resources. So what can you do? So for example, I'm, I'm very open about my struggles with reading because of my dyslexia and everything else. Um, and to give you an example, highly unprofessional, I've just gone over the thing, so there may have been a quiet period. Um, this is a book that I am reading and I absolutely love. It's uh, Tribe of Mentors by Timothy Ferris. Um, it is probably about two inches thick and um, the writing is as small as it possibly could be. Now, personally, I struggle with that. Um, it takes me a long time to go through it. Um, and that's something that I kind of go, okay, I'm blocking a certain period of time out, and that's what I'm going to do. So I, I block out sort of 15 minutes, half an hour a day, and I just slowly work through the book. Now, that's my one of my strategies. But there are other strategies that you can use, John, to help you do this. And anyone who's wanting to improve their personal development, there are ways to do that. So there's one, nurturing the mind, and there's one about getting you into the state that is getting you pumped up to be productive and everything else. So here are a couple of ways that you can do that and a couple of resources. If you look at, so when I'm commuting, I use an app called Blinkist. Now what Blinkist basically does is it basically takes a book and it strips it down to some key points that um, really highlight what the book is about gives you some great lessons. You have a choice of either listening to it via audio or reading it, depending on what your um, pre pre preference is. Um, but it is, um, you you can do that and it and it's, it's brilliant. I absolutely love it. So yesterday I was commuting up to see a client up in Edinburgh in Scotland. Um, probably about an hour, an hour and a half. Um, I went through, I think three or four blinks, it calls it. Um, from all books that I've been interested because in, I just select the ones that I'm interested in. It puts it in a playlist and I can listen to that. And I'm, I'm, there's two reasons I do this. Number one, it's to see if I want to read the book or listen to the book. Um, if I can get an idea of the concept behind it and go, does this interest me? Does this perk my, um, my sort of the, my thought juices in going, yeah, okay, I really want to find out more about this because a synopsis of it is not necessarily going to be the whole book. I acknowledge that, but it gives me an idea of whether it's something I want to invest more time on. So what you might find is, is Blinkist is a better idea to do that. And you can listen to it while you're walking, while you're in the car, while you're in the, you know, while you're on the train commuting to work. And um, there is plenty of time to do that. Um, if you are doing tasks that are um, low cognitive level, so don't require a huge lot of concentration, they're just something that need to get done, then there is a way you could possibly use them to listen to while you're doing that. I personally just like listening to um, instrumental music when I'm doing tasks like that. 
But um, if that's what you believe that you can co um, concentrate on and you find that useful, then okay, do that. You've got lunch breaks, you've got coffee breaks, um, you've got all of those times that you will be able to do something like that. So Blinkist is one of them. There's also another one called InstaRead. Now, InstaRead is basically um, book summaries um, using InstaRead. I think it's InstaRead.com, but we'll put the resources on the podcast page. So there's those things. The other one is, is there is a site that I use called Scribed. Now, Scribed is a great one. So we, there's, there's, and I've talked about it a lot in the show, there's Audible, um, which is really probably my go-to favorite majority of the time. It's $7.99 for one credit, and I think $14.99 for two. Um, that allows you to pick two books or one book a month and, um, and consume that, and then you're, you've kind of got yourself on a roll of every month going through that. Um, downside with Audible is, is when you get this credit, it is like gold dust. It is like, you know, I, it is so valuable because you don't want to waste that one credit on a book that's rubbish. Although Audible have a fantastic refund policy, um, and you can utilize that. Scribed, on the other hand, is $7.99, which is the same as a, a credit, and it allows you to read or listen to as many books as you can within a month. Um, now, they don't have necessarily the range of what Audible have, but what they do have is, is that ability to be able to do that. Now, I also think that when I signed up to Scribe, I was able to get Pocket and Blink, um, Blinkist um, free, if I remember rightly. I'll have to double check that, but you will be able to find out when you go into Scribe. It'll give you some um, apps that you are able to hook on to and use. Um, and that is amazingly beneficial too. So what have you got now? What have we talked about? We've talked about um, utilizing something like um, Blinkist, which is snapshots and summaries of books that you can either read or listen to um, on commuting and all of those sort of things. Um, let's, be, let's be absolutely frank. Um, you can do that while you're sitting in the bath or you can have that going off while you're in the shower if, you've, if you're committed enough to take the time out to develop. It's not about consuming everything about that. There is elements of having fun and everything else, um, but there is that importance. There's also InstaRead, which is a similar thing to Blinkist, but uh, to my knowledge, it doesn't do audio. You've got Audible um, for audiobooks. You've got um, Scribed that does books and audio programs as well. Um, so you've got those that facility. Yeah, all right, it might cost you $7.99 or $14.99 if that's what you're doing. But there's an element of is then at least you're investing time when you're doing it. Now, listening to audio is going to be um, you're able to multitask. If you do exercise at the gym, stick an audio book on and get focused and work out your, your body and your brain at the same time. Um, there's all those opportunities to do that. And I think sometimes this is we kind of like look at our day just as, well, I'm working and I'm doing everything else. But actually, when we actually work out what it is that we need to do, we can find the time. And it's, and, and it's just a matter of you being very sometimes ruthless with what you're doing, giving up some things in order for you to do something else. So there's those things. You can also go onto Amazon.co or .com, sorry, and .co.uk or any of the others and look for book summaries. Um, they're a bit 
you've got to take your time to do that, which is one of the reasons why I like the fact that I'm paying anyway on Scribe and it's got an app on your phone and it just makes that. But why I really love it on Blinkist is because it's just a quick search and I just go down the list and they also have playlists of books that um, that have all sorts from Nelson Mandela's books to um, to uh, some of Tony Robbins stuff and all sorts. So it's a really good resource to do. So that's nurturing the mind. Okay, that's the knowledge side. And then we've got the mindset side. It's about getting us into the state that's going to be, okay, how do we do this? So the obvious ones, headspace, calm, those sort of ones. Five minutes. Most people say that they don't have five minutes because they're consumed by the noise and the busyness of stuff. But most people can find five minutes. Five minutes where you literally sit in there. You can do that while you're preparing for a cup of coffee. You could, look, to be absolutely frank, if we're going to be blatant and you say you don't, you could do it for five minutes while you're on the toilet. It makes no difference as long as you are taking the time to do something in order to get that into the right place. So you've got Calm and you've got, um, and you've got Headspace, probably two of the most popular platforms that talk about mindfulness, meditation. Ultimately, that's about getting your performance level to where you need to be. So that's those ones. The other one is a great one called, um, and actually it was a guest on the episode that will be coming up after this, um, episode 115, um, Dr. Daphne Scott. And she talked about one called ThinkUp. I think it was called ThinkUp. Let me just check on my uh, phone. Yeah, ThinkUp. And what that basically is, that's affirmations. Um, if you don't like affirmations, don't worry about it. But if you do have affirmations, it gives you affirmations and you can record them and have them go through in your head. And, and it also gives you some suggestions of other people's affirmations. That's a really good idea to get you into that mindset. And another one that I really like is something called Pep Talk. And uh, Pep Talk is basically a set of uh, motivational videos, some um, parts and snippets of talks and those sort of things that just They've been very well done and they make you feel good or they kick you in the butt and say, okay, that's going on. And some people need that. I don't know whether you do, John, whether you're just that motivated and, and always in that frame of mind. But ultimately, at some point in time, we need something just to go, okay. And, and watching something or hearing something could just be that little bit of a flick of a switch and it kicks us into touch. So, um, what I would say is, is looking at those sort of things to go nurturing the, um, if you want the knowledge side, and then you've got nurturing the mind side as well and becoming that um, in the mindset and the state in your performance and your productivity, looking at those sort of things. And the other thing is stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Um, you know, you even if you did half an hour every day, and just found 30 minutes to develop something and create a, um, a routine that allows you to develop that, let's call it a success IQ routine, then actually you're moving in the right direction. And half an hour every day, that builds up and that starts doing that. And that's how I started. I didn't immediately go, oh my God, I've got to do like three, four hours every day to get it done. I just did 15 minutes. Part of that was because I had to get my brain into the gear because I'd been ill for so long. So it wasn't really into the thinking mode. Um, but th that's a, a strategy that may help you. So let me know what strategies do you guys use? What do you use in order to help you stay focused, 
to stay motivated. What do you, regardless of what these guests do, what is your favorite um, channel for learning? There's also other ones like Masterclass um, and Creative Live. Um, Creative Live is a fantastic platform where you can actually, you will have to dedicate time to this. You actually can watch the training live for free and then you buy it if you want to go back to it. Uh, Chase Jarvis is absolutely awesome. I love his stuff, love his podcast as well. Um, he could be something as well. Masterclass, um, they get people in, I mean, Gordon Ramsay does it. Um, did Ridley, I think Ridley Scott even did one of the stuff. And there's um, Timberland is doing one at the minute about music production and those sort of things. So depending on what your interests are, there's loads of different ways to develop. Um, and it's making sure that you're not only developing for yourself within your business, but if you enjoy photography, it could be that that's going to help you, you know, alleviate some of the stresses that moves on. So there's the, those sort of things as well. Um, okay, so hopefully that helps, John. Um, let me know what you guys think. Okay, so let's have a look at the next question. Okay, so the next question is Petra. I own my own business and I am currently struggling with some challenges. Any suggestions? <laughs> okay. Um, okay, Petra. So let's let's look at it. The the way that I am understanding that you're doing is you're struggling with challenges. So maybe what you're doing is, is you're trying to find out if or what type of release mechanisms you can do in order to pull yourself out of those challenges. So let's let's look at this. Um, number one is what type of support group do you have around you? Owning your own business is lonely. Um, it's lonely because perhaps that you don't want to bring that on to your partner. Um, maybe some challenges that you're going through that could risk losing revenue or something like that. Maybe you are getting yourself worked up and it's affecting your health. So there's all of these sort of things when you're going through challenges. The other thing is, is because it's lonely, you know, even if we look from a, a micro business, if it's lonely and you're doing it on your own, who do you speak to? If you don't want to speak to your partner because you don't want to worry them and you've got your, let's say your family just don't understand who else is there around. The second one is, is if you're owning a business and you've got staff and team and those sort of things, you don't want to make it look like that you're struggling because maybe you're frightened frightened of um, looking weak or you, you're in control. You should know everything what's going on. So really simple strategies to look at that for. Um, number one, it's an get yourself an advisory board. What an advisory board is, is whether we call it an advisory board, um, a mastermind, um, a, a platinum circle, whatever the heck you want to call it. Ultimately, it's about getting a group of people that can help you bounce ideas and go and help you through those struggles. Recently, there was a mastermind group that I attended and one of um, the members was going through a real um, was talking about a struggle that they were going through. Um, and actually, the other members of that mastermind all had the same concept. So basically, what happens was, is when he's going, because let's face it, when you're in it, you can't see the wood for the trees. You cannot necessarily process the solutions because there's so much other interference going on. 
the benefit of having something like a, a mastermind or an advisory board or a coach like myself or something like that is you are able to sit down, talk about the issue, and then be challenged to find the solution. So the challenge could be a matter of simple for simple questions or ask them about what strategy that you're doing in order to do something. And it's 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 hard because I, and the reason why I chose this question was it's it's very vague, but it's something at the same time that there can be many different facets to, but actually sometimes it's quite easy to sort out. Now, how do you start a mastermind? There's other, um, I think in the second Q&A, um, there's talking about that. But actually to be able to just take a moment and go, okay, how, what do I need to do? You need to find people who you can speak to in order to bounce the ideas off and be okay. You, you know, it, it, it's okay to go through these challenges. It's not that you're, you know, I don't want you to think that you're you're weak or inferior or incompetent or any of that rubbish that we sometimes tell ourselves. The truth of the matter is, is there is always going to be things that on our own we cannot handle. Whether you're a micro business on your own or whether you're a part of something, but you're still a leader, you you have to surround yourselves with people who you can openly and freely talk about your challenges in order to get things done. You know, if I am having a challenge, there is probably about six people I could ring up and go, okay, here's a challenge. Now, some of them are part of mastermind groups. Some of them are just confidants that I speak to and we work very well together. Um, but I am happy to go to them because I will do the same for them and they will do the same for me and we can speak to them. So take some time out and think about a couple of people who you could possibly speak to and bounce that ideas off. Or if it's something that seems to be consistently going on and you have the resources available, seriously think about looking at hiring a coach. Um, some coaches you'll see every month, sometimes twice a month, sometimes every week. It very much depends on the type of support you want um, and also the type of support they offer. But to be able to do that and work through those problems and know that every week or every session that you're going to be able to um, deal with that, break through that, look at solutions, and then create the impact that you're going through, this will that will have a mass uh, benefit to you. And and the reality of Parkinson's law, as far as I'm concerned, that will also um, be part of it if you are consumed by a challenge. You will fit the amount of worry within the time that you are giving it. So if you're sitting there and it's going through your head over and over and over again, what you are actually in is you're in a state of inaction. You're not able to do anything because you're so consumed by the challenge. And what you need to have is you need to have that vent that releases that pressure because you've gone and spoken to it and you've dealt it in some way. So, um, Petra, I hope that helps. Um, worst case scenario, all you need to do um, is if you want to have a chat with me is just arrange a call with me, go onto the website, um, and we can um, speak about those sort of things as well. So um, take care. I want to wish you the greatest success, everyone. Have a lovely um, weekend. And um, don't forget, Dr. Daphne Scott is on on um, Wednesday, and she will be talking about dealing with overwhelm. And also she will be talking about some of the productivity myths that we have created. And it was a really good uh, 
interview, had some great fun, good laugh, great energy. And it was definitely one that um, is worth listening to. And also, actually, f- f- don't forget to, if you're listening to this on the podcast, if you want to be part of the interaction, if you want to be part of this community that I'm building, all you need to do is jump over to Success IQ Alliance and um, on Facebook, and we can get that sorted out. So just search for that, sign up for the group, we'll get you on, and you can enjoy it in this community that I'm trying to grow to help everyone be exceptional, live exceptional, and create the life and business that they really desire. So take care, guys. Have an amazing week, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. So firstly, just let me say a massive thank you to all of you who've taken the time to listen to the show. And for those of you who are sending me emails to give me feedback about the show, what you like, what you'd like to see, I am extremely grateful to you all. I would be really grateful as well if you have time and the inclination to jump over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the show as it really does help me stay on my mission, which is to help people create and live an exceptional life. Finally, you can get hold of these podcast show on many different platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, all of those ones that you probably listen to regularly. Um, all you need to do is hit subscribe and get them straight to your phone, which makes life so much easier. So just finally wishing you an amazing week. Take care and don't forget to keep pursuing the exceptional.